0: Oh, I could be in a Red Lobster commercial. What? Damn, could jump on it. Tell me about it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, they'd oh, you, I like, have to write
0: a- an essay. That's okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: then that's show good. you as one of the workers on the boats. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go up to Alaska and freeze your ass off. And-
0: <laughs> you and your fellow shrimp lovers can be featured in an upcoming endless shrimp commercial. Skip this endless shrimp. I need some endless crab legs.
3: Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. A real gangsta ass nigga plays his cards right. A real gangsta ass nigga never runs his fucking mouth, cause real gangsta ass niggas don't start fights. And niggas always got a high cap, showing all his boys how he shot him. But real gangsta ass niggas don't flex nuts, cause real gangsta ass niggas know they got him. And everything's cool in the mind of a gangster, cause gangsta ass niggas think deep. Hello and
1: welcome to Something Cinematic, the film and television podcast where we talk about what we've been watching. This is episode number 25 and I am your host, George Lopez. I never say my last name, but I figured why not, just put it out there. Alright, so no mic again this week, um, but I do have two very special guests with me. It's very lovely Christina Clark, a.k.a. Grant. (laughs) Hi. That's why I I always call you Grant. Um, And visiting from a far, far away land known as the state of Washington, is Christopher Gobin.
2: How's everybody doing?
1: A.K.A. Gobes. Alright, so uh, thank you guys for being here. Awesome to have you guys. We have a pretty fun episode planned for today. We're going to talk about a movie that's currently in theaters um, that we all just recently watched. Chris and I just watched it a couple hours ago. Christina, you watched it uh, yesterday. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to talk about a very popular film series that has recently wrapped up. And to end the show, we're going to play a really fun game that I hope everybody likes. Um, So, here we go. Let's kick it right off. Actually, before we get started, remember that you can find all of Something Cinematics episodes on our website and also subscribe at somecinema.com and on iTunes where you can leave us a review. Alright, so first, to start off the show, we're going to talk about Oz the Great and Powerful. So, um, Oz the Great and Powerful, as you all know, is a a movie directed by Sam Raimi um, about, you know, that's a prequel to the Wizard of Oz and it stars James Franco as Oz Michelle Williams Mila Kunis and Rachel Weiss. Um it's about a magician named Oscar played by Franco that uh, ends up in this you know wonderful crazy uh, land of Oz you know after you know taking a trip in a hot air balloon so like I said we just uh, Chris you and I we just barely got out of the theater like two hours ago yeah what are your initial reactions of the movie?
2: I thought it was pretty good. Um, I like the way that uh, if you've seen The Wizard of Oz, mm. there's certain things, little just subtle deals in there that you kind of play into the the regular Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And you know, if you're paying attention, you'll pick up on them.
1: Yeah, yeah. There was a few little kind of nods to to uh, yeah. the Wizard of Oz, especially like obviously in the beginning with the black and white. You know, and then going like how we transition into color and everything. Yeah, Um, and then there were obviously a few more little tiny, uh, you know, you know, like nods towards that, you know, the the original uh, classic movie, I guess. Um, So uh, you watched it last night, Christina? Yes. Um, What did you think?
4: I
0: liked it. Um, I thought it was once he got into into Oz, it was just visually just stunning, Mm -hmm. amazing. I thought, I thought the story was was pretty good. It was a little predictable, mm-hmm. and I find myself, you know, saying, "Oh, this is gonna happen now." Yeah. But I mean, that usually happens in movies. But right. Other than that, I, you know, I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I did too. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it was better than I than I I thought it was gonna be. Definitely. Like well, one of the things that I kind of went into it. Knowing about, because like I said, like we talked about earlier before the show, I avoided a lot of the trailers for it. I watched the teaser when it came out, you know, a few months ago. So I didn't really know what, you know, a lot of what was going to happen in the the movie. But I did hear a lot of stuff about James Franco's performance. Um, A lot of people were saying that he mailed it in. That, you know, like I heard uh, from someone that that people were, were saying that it seemed like he was just high the whole time. (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, but uh overall i gotta say that i enjoyed his performance you know he, he it does seem kind of cheesy at times as far as his dialogue and everything the way he, he he's supposed to be this obviously this wizard this magician and he's a little over the top at times but 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 to me like and it seems like a little forced like because of because it's James Franco, you know. You don't ever him in that kind of, you know, putting that putting on that kind of performance. But I thought that it made sense with the character because the character is this guy that's, uh, you know, a womanizer. He's obviously a guy that lies all the time to try to get ahead and, and get, you know, make money. And and you know, so like he's he's kind of a he's kind of a dick, right? Yeah. And so yeah, like, much. so to me, that that kind of it. it he played it well. It to me it felt like you, he's this guy that's like forcing this this persona, you know? Like he's forcing this this character out. This this Oz, this this magician. And uh, and I think maybe people kind of misinterpreted that and was just like, "Oh, is this she? Franco's just like mailing it and he doesn't really care and he's just spitting out these uh, you know, these lines, you know, like you know, it, but but to me that it, that was a character. That was Oz. He was just this guy that that was you know did, doesn't really fit in at all anywhere and, and he's just forcing this you know this fake persona out to everybody when you know the underlying character was this guy that was just a womanizer and just trying to make money and taking care of himself
0: I didn't really have a problem with his performance mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm kind of used to seeing James Franco this way yeah and even you know back in, you know, the Spider-Man days with, you know, me and my husband, we call it the James Franco look. Uh Like that serious, you know, that little (laughs) snarky look that he does. I'm just kind of used to it. And Mm -hmm. even, you know, playing this character, I feel like I'm kind of, I'm tired of him doing this. Really? Yeah, I feel like I've seen it a lot. And then Mm. with him... I'm a big, huge General Hospital fan. Uh And I had to sit through two years of James Franco being on General Hospital (laughs) and just wanting him to be out of there and be finished and be done because his character was just terrible and it was just over the top Uh and ridiculous. But I appreciated it in this movie. Yeah. I liked it, and I thought that even, you know, his little one-liners, you know, funny moments, I laughed. They were funny. Mm -hmm. You know, only person whose, you know, performance I did kind of have a problem with was Mila Kunis. Really? Yeah. I wasn't, Uh. um, I mean, not all Mm. of it, just sometimes, you know, just with her being dramatic and being upset, like her Mm. crying, I was just like,
1: ugh, okay. Uh. I don't know, I, I think, like, that's kind of like a, this is, what this kind of felt to me at times too, is kind of like a stage play, and it, right away from the beginning, when there's a, the assist, his assistant in the beginning, when she's trying on a hat, you know, she's, it yeah. seems like she's in a play, you know, you got the black and white uh screen here, and, and just, they're trying to let you know, like, they're trying to connect you to that pastime, to that classic. You know Oz feel, yeah. So I, it's it's a little stagey, right?
2: Well, I think that's part of it too. They were playing in, it's kind of in the same, oh, kind of filmed the same way as like the original Wizard yeah. of Oz when mm-hmm. Hollywood, you know, in the 1930s was, right. Just this over the top and yeah. You know, they were trying to get that era type of movie. Yeah, and I think it was really good and James Franco. You know, I think he he played the part perfect.
1: Yep, I think so, and especially because like I think. You know, he was that guy, like I said in the in the in the first like two thirds of the film, but in that in that last you know the third act, he seemed he seemed more genuine, like he and it, and it makes sense because I mean not to give spoilers away, but just be, by the way the story was moving, it just seemed like that yeah you started to see the real Oz and, well, and the real character.
2: Are we doing spoilers? Or? No, we're not doing spoilers. Well, like no, we're, we're not going to hold back from saying stuff that'll spoil right well like in the beginning you can when uh the girl asked to help her walk yeah you could see that character that he's going to become as kind of a foreshadowing mm-hmm. yeah and you could see you know he didn't want to you know i'm not a real you know break her heart and say you know right. this is all fake yeah but then again you know he really wanted you could see that he wanted to help he wanted her walk help
1: her. yeah that's true yeah i don't know I, I i don't back to the mila kunis uh point mm-hmm. i didn't I don't know. I like her. I mean, I guess maybe I'm a little
4: biased I, I love Mila Kunis. I like yeah. Mila,
0: Mila Kunis. I just thought that, uh, I don't know, that one scene where she's crying mm. and, you know, she's upset after, you know. Well, there was a few of those. Well, <laughs> after, I guess, the first time she finds out about his intentions after what right. her sister tells okay. her and she's Th- sitting at the mirror. That's when you stepped out oh, for a second. Yeah. Oh, Oh, well, yeah, I had, she stepped I had, to take out.
1: A, I had to take a potty break. So I missed that part. Was she's, or she's yeah, sitting comes, at the mirror? Occurring. Yeah. That's, I was,
2: that seemed a little... Really?
1: Okay,
0: I missed that. A little that. extra Yeah, is all. But, that's like, it. but other uh, than that, I mean, she was fine. But we that the, just kind of got to yeah. me.
2: When, uh, I don't know, the later parts when she was the wit- the, wicked witch after she turned green and everything, mm. it was, was kind of... And
0: yeah. I like that twist, though. Mm. I wasn't expecting that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I wasn't either. But that was, yeah. Uh, uh, actually, <clears> so what do you guys uh, think about... I guess because uh, this is a, we watched it in three D. What do you think? What did you think about the three D, Chris?
2: I think it was great. It was, I mean, a lot of.
1: Did you think it was like traditional three D or like what kind of like I don't know.
2: Um, I'd say it's kind of traditional because you know you had the stuff that was like some of the hummingbirds and some of the scenes were like. Yeah. Stuff like they're right, kind of yeah, the, right in yeah. your face and stuff coming at you, and that I mean mm-hmm. that's the experience that you want with three D, not right. just to see you know.
1: Well, yeah, like, kind of like I don't it's, know it, how to explain. Right, yeah, I get it, cause kind of like like Avatar and movie like this. Avatar is more like a movie that was helped by three D because of the depth that you know, like it, it was it immersed you in that world. Exactly, yeah. Right, but this is more. It, it did have that you know some of that depth, but it was also like they were playing with it too, where they were throwing stuff at you. Yeah, you know? like I thought that you know that was kind of that was pretty fun about it too. Overall, the CGI that was was decent. Um, I like the. Uh, the uh they did a great job with the the little doll, the China doll. Oh, I
0: loved oh, her. Yeah.
1: like I, she she looked just really good the whole time, except for when she was actually making contact with a with a you know with a person. Like that was a little bit that looked a little bit cheap. <laughs> but <laughs> like, but overall, I thought, it, I thought it was all right. What can yeah. you expect? Right. Can't be flawless. Um,
0: I did like you know how you said the throwbacks to um, The Wizard of Oz Mm -hmm. I I really like those Um, like I don't know if you noticed it but in the beginning of the film where he's talking to Annie Mm -hmm. the girl he's involved with Michelle Williams right she's wearing a gingham dress I didn't She's wearing a gingham dress And you know That's what Dorothy wears In The Wizard of Oz And she's getting married I think his name was John Gale Uh And Dorothy's last name Was Gale So that kind of Hinted Oh okay I missed it I totally missed it Hinted at her At her parentage A little bit And I just love. I I liked all the little Throwbacks And the acknowledgments To the other film Like once he got to Oz He had dealings With a lion Yeah
2: that was That was my favorite one Because it was like yeah. Oh, there's where it happened. You know.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. That's true. Uh-huh. That was a, that was a good one, and there was a little nod towards uh, the uh, scarecrow. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Also, um, the Tin Man. I didn't see the Tin Man. What was it the, tin the
0: man? um the lead Tinker? Mm-hmm. He. It was hinted that he made the Tin Man. Hmm. So. I like that. I I listen, and like yeah. I, really, I, th- I think we don't I, listen enough. No, no, no. <laughs> I really like the you know uh, focus, and I really yeah. liked the nods to you know the black and white piece, the, oh, the Kansas yeah. piece. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. wasn't that such a like? It was such a nice transition too. You know, like yeah. there was quite a bit, uh, a larger portion that was in black and white than that, what I expected. But yeah, just when it becomes, right when he gets to that Land of Oz, just that transition when it starts with his face and it just and it it's starts to, so, it, it starts so like, and yeah. uh, you know, like, I guess like uh, draw back the camera draws back and you start to see the whole, like all okay. the, and it was like so much color involved too, you know, they could see kind of like a hint of a glare of a rainbow too, like yeah. it was just really so it was gorgeous, th- yeah.
2: Just the, you know, the brightness of the colors, but
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, uh, Rachel Vice and Michelle Williams, who I who I love too, they were also you know they were great in this. She
0: was oh Michelle Williams is just I love gorgeous. Yeah, she's great <laughs> in this movie. Oh yeah. she was yeah
1: flawless. Yeah, so overall recommended to people. Definitely. Yeah, wait wait, wait watch it in three D. What do you think, Chris? Or or regular. I think it's worth
2: watching in three D.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I think so too. I didn't see it in three D, mm. but I think I would go to get the three D
1: effect. Yeah. it was it was nice too. It was. A
2: I did. I wouldn't say it, you know, it helped it, but mm. it was a nice little extra.
1: Yeah, it definitely was. And, it, you know, I just I want to throw this out there. What is, I don't even know what it was rated. Let me check what it was rated. PG. Uh, it was PG, right? Yeah. The movie seemed a little terrifying at times, right? For, like, a PG audience, don't you think?
0: Yeah, and they probably had to do some scaling back even.
1: Because, like, there was a lot of, like, definite scary witch-in-your-face yeah. weird, eyes-out yeah. <laughs> moments. Yeah. And we were sitting uh, behind a group of kids. I don't know if you saw this, Chris, but there was like a little girl that was sitting in front of us. And towards the end of the film, where there was like this big scary moment uh, with Rachel Weiss's character. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're in spoilers. So when, when, when Rachel Weiss be, you know, uh, after Michelle Williams tore off her necklace. Yes. And, and, and uh, Rachel Weiss's character becomes really old and is crawling on the ground. And she like turns around and just screams. <laughs> yeah. The little kid in front of us started whimpering. And so I was like, oh, man, Aww. like, this poor kid. Uh, it's so there were, like, moments, a better movie were so, experience, though. She'll <laughs> right. remember that forever. Right. So there were a lot of moments like that where I was like, man, I don't know, PG? Yeah, I don't know. might be stretching a little bit. But uh, overall, yeah, it, it was a really good movie. You know, it def- definitely has a bunch of fantastical elements to it, you know. And, and it really did immerse you in that, that fantasy world, too, right?
0: Yeah, it was a yeah. nice prequel. Yeah. And I one more thing I would like to say about it mm-hmm. is whenever there's a movie that I'm watching that has a character that's not human, I really like to see who, you know, does the voice. And yeah. I'll try to figure it out. Right. And I was like really pleasantly surprised to to, you know, find out that Zach Braff yeah. did Finley. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the
2: thing. It took me like half the movie. I was really? like, I recognize that voice so it's yeah, so because- familiar. And then like all of a sudden it's like, Oh, it's Zach Braff, it's yeah. his, his assistant. Well, that's the thing.
1: That's the thing, though. All those characters were part of the Kansas life. His, his yeah, life. and it's
2: just like the original movie where yeah. her uncle was in there and every
1: right. The little girl with the with the, in a wheelchair was a girl, the porcelain girl. Yeah, that's yeah. What he finds her with. I her mean, you know lives.
2: that was that one. You yeah. know, and he was able to fix her legs, yeah. and it's kind of like you right,
1: know, You're like oh, tear. Oh, yeah,
0: I did you know, get a little misty eyed right <laughs> there. I so,
1: did. Yeah, I mean, as soon I picked that up right away because. He called him a trained monkey, you know. Mm-hmm. Before he left yeah. Candy. Yeah. and he's like, "Oh, here's a monkey, just swearing to, to be by his side the whole time, you know." So yeah, like, and oh, then, that's his character. Well, since we're doing spoilers, yeah. but like at
2: the end when he says, "You know, you're my friend." Yeah. When he told him at the beginning, "You're, you're not, not my friend." friend. Yeah, you're yeah, just friend. yeah. That was
1: like you know kind of so yeah. a little, a, little <laughs> redeem, <laughs> you know? a lot of redemption there the and yeah. and everything. But overall, and he finally got his girl. Yeah, and he got the girl. Same girl yeah. too. <laughs> the same girl. So yeah, pretty good, pretty good movie. All right, so that leads us, like we said, it was a uh, movie full of fantastical elements and deep in this fantasy world. Another movie or series of movies that are also in that fantasy world, right? <laughs> are, uh, is the Twilight series. All right, so uh, many of our listeners wouldn't expect a movie or a series like this to be talked about on our on our podcast. You know, because, like, Mike and I are just, like, two regular dudes, and we we probably wouldn't go out of our way to watch something like that. Um, But I really do think... I think think you
2: should do it just for the show, (laughs) just for the effects.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, like, the reason I think that we should talk about it, and that I think it's necessary to, to discuss this series, is because of, regardless of how you feel about the movies, whether you're just regular Joe Schmo, they are a pretty important... Part of this era uh, in film and pop culture, yeah, you know, because of these films have they have a humongous following, yeah. Um, you know, they were very successful at the box office, and they have a they have really impacted movie companies and and they influence the kind of movies that and shows that they have distributed since this series came out, you know. So obviously, I couldn't think of a better person to have on a show to talk about Twilight than Christina. <laughs> Because you know you you love the series, you're a humongous fan. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, obviously, you know, you just, yeah, you have like genuine love for the for the series. So for those guys that have been living or people that have been living under a rock, you know, for the past like ten years or whatever. <laughs> describe the series.
0: The series is basically revolves around Bella Swan, the local clumsy girl was in with her father in uh, Forks, Washington, and. Falls in love with this guy, who's turns out to be a vampire, mm-hmm. and you know basically gets you know taken in by his whole family, and then she wants to become a vampire, and that's mm-hmm. basically what the whole series is about. Bella's wanting to become a vampire, mm-hmm. and Edward's reluctance to change her. Okay, and then throughout the whole well, there's four books and five movies.
1: There's
0: five movies. I thought it was more yeah, than that. Five mm-hmm. movies. <laughs> Seems um, like it, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> the uh the final, the fourth book, Breaking Dawn, was broken into uh, two, two movies. Mm-hmm. So it's just basically their ups and downs, getting from point A to point
1: B. Right. Right. And like we said, like you said, they were based on books uh, by Stephanie Meyer. Right. right. I mean, you know, they were they were huge. I, I think the movies helped the sales of the books. I don't know if you know any about anything about that, but.
0: Well, the books were were bestsellers
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, on their own. Actually, I think by the time Twilight the movie came out, only two had only two books, maybe maybe three had been released, mm-hmm. and we're still waiting on you know getting on the rest of the books coming out. Oh, okay. I'm, I could be wrong on that, but I got into the books before the movie came out. Yeah, um, it was just by chance. I. You know, I'd, I'd heard about it. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, Twilight's being made into a movie, and I'm like, okay, what's this? Yeah. So I go get the book and read it, and I like it. Mm-hmm. So then I just continue on with it, and you know, when the movies came in, I was like, man, this is great! I gotta, yeah. I gotta see this! <laughs> I gotta do this! You know, and just yeah, there was you know, yeah, it was, my love affair with it was born. I guess. <laughs> yeah.
1: So um, you enjoy the books. And the movies. Yes. So which which do you prefer? Do you prefer the books or do you prefer the movies?
0: Mm, That's hard. Yeah. Obviously, you're gonna get a lot more from the books Mm -hmm. than you will the movie. But with the movies, you get the visual, right? You know, and you get get to
1: see Taylor Lautner with his shirt off the whole time, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's 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 not.
0: It doesn't hurt, right? But um, it's all right. But um, like I said, I'm I'm a book person. Mm -hmm. I love books, and I honestly, you know, plowed through this book, these books really quick. But obviously, you get a lot more from the books. But like I said, you get the visual from the Mm -hmm. movie and the -the over-the-topness of it all. Yeah. So I really enjoyed, and it came, it became an event going to see the movies. Right. Yeah. You know, because you know, the first time the movie went out when Twilight came out, I went by myself Mm -hmm. because I couldn't find anybody to go with but by the time new moon came oh, right. out it was about i mean maybe like 6 of us that went oh, and yeah. then with, with the, the eclipse, crowd started the to, yeah to, to grow. you know more of the more people that i knew mm-hmm. started watching it and you know we would just it actually it was like the same group of people that would go see it every time yeah. together cuz it just became that you know kind of event mm-hmm. so oh
1: yeah it was definitely yeah apart from like all the marvel movies and and stuff like that or even like star wars movies when it came down to opening night, or even Harry Potter movies, like Twilight was definitely yeah. you know one of those one of those series of <laughs> yeah. movies that became a yeah, thing.
2: even like the release of the DVDs. Yeah. Because uh, me and my wife, we were shopping for groceries at Walmart, and it was the night that the DVDs were being released, and there was a line out the door, and people like dressed up yeah. as well, vampires as, and <laughs> werewolves and like howling and stuff in the middle of the store. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, it was just like. Re-
0: Walmart had parties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were par- Not the Walmart I went to. <laughs> I was a little upset about that. But yeah, they had parties they and had parties. cupcakes and cakes and celebrations.
1: And- really? It was
2: like a huge deal. It, I mean, it was bigger than when Phantom Menace came out when I was in high school. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's what it seemed like.
1: So the movie started in 2008, right? The first one came out in 2008. Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here. And uh, the last one just came out in the... Well, 2012 then right yeah and so the dvds are coming out this month march or did they come out already they came they out already oh they let for the last one breaking yeah. down part two yes right? yeah so chris have you seen any of these movies no i haven't you haven't seen any of these movies okay so like why haven't you seen any of these movies
2: i just i don't uh, you know as the typical guy i yeah. don't see i don't find the story strong enough or the actors strong enough to really you know keep me interested in it mm-hmm. And then there's other deals because I'm from Washington, but like Forks is this little racist logging town that's if you blink <laughs> you're gonna miss it driving through. The, it had nothing going for it until this movie came up, and now you drive down Main yeah. Street and every store is Twilight this, Twilight yeah. that, Twilight this.
0: It definitely put Forks on the map.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Nobody knew that town existed, and
1: <laughs> true enough, I never heard about it either until today. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's it's this
2: rainy little miserable town that.
0: Yeah, and Stephanie just, Meyer was just like, "I choose you," and is
1: she like? Do you know what she's from around there or like what
0: inspired um, her to do this? She's, she
2: she's not she's from. She's not down. from that. I think there. she just like threw a dart at the map and yeah, the she, picked, there we go. she
0: picked the um, to go with the story. Uh-huh. The coldest, wettest, rainiest. Mm-hmm. Yes, know, it is very the city <laughs> that had the most overcast days uh, out of the year because obviously that's where vampires would be out of the sun. I, obviously,
1: obviously. Yeah. Funny I mean, enough, obviously, it's filmed in <laughs> Vancouver.
2: Yeah, Vancouver, thing.
0: Vancouver and Louisiana and British Columbia and all that. Oh, wow. all that Yeah, that's stuff.
2: another thing too. that uh, I don't like films portraying Seattle and then being filmed in Vancouver. It's yeah. a little pet peeve.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give Seattle some credit. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> Alright, so like, you know, me personally, I also haven't seen any of these movies. And it's for the same reason, you know, like, well, not specifically because like the Washington reasons or anything. Yeah. But just okay. like, I guess like it's, I don't fall into the target audience you know like I have reservations in watching a movie that's targeted towards young adults for the most part you know depending on the content like okay because the Perks of Being a Wallflower is a movie that I loved the mm-hmm. this past year and it's a, it was based on a young adult book which I really enjoyed um, but this is definitely a little bit further down, further away from, from my kind of personal liking of things. But Think about
2: younger, younger adults.
1: Right. You know, like, no, well, it's just because well. it's mostly driven for, like, for younger, like, women, too, your girls, you know? True. Right, True. so... You know, the whole vampire thing and and the whole... It, the love triangle thing is... is it's it's a, just a complete love story, pretty much. Exactly. Right? First mm-hmm.
0: and foremost, it is a love story. Yeah. And most guys aren't going to be... Right. They're yeah. not going to invest in that. Which I understand. Which yeah. is why action scenes and were added that yeah. weren't necessarily there to begin with. But they added them just to bring in guys, mm-hmm. too. And I guess, you know, things were obviously changed... To not only bring in more men, but to bring in people who hadn't read the books,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and that so, bothers me a little bit. Yeah, but not
1: so not they weren't too completely, much. completely accurate to the book.
0: The first, the first movie, Twilight, had a lot of discrepancies with the book, and mm-hmm. that really bothered me. Mm-hmm. The adding of characters just to suit, you know, the movie's sake yeah. bothered me. I know why they did it, mm-hmm. obviously. People who hadn't read it. But I felt like, you know, for the people who had read it, you know.
1: It was a disservice just to you guys? Not a, kinda?
0: a disservice, but it's just like, give, give us what we read. Right. You yeah. know, I know that it can't be done 100% of the time. Right. but still I yeah. like to see what I read and not wonder well who is this right
1: because so. there are certain things when it comes down to translating something from from, uh, from you know written form to to you know like film mm-hmm. that you have that, that just don't work as well you know in, in a movie right like, you know for example Watchmen was a big thing and I'm not going to spoil Watchmen but there's this humongous part in Watchmen where it was it was completely different from the from the graphic novel but and I love the graphic novel but to me it was totally necessary to make that change it made more sense for film like so do you think that some of those changes that they made were you know justifiable or do you think for the, they they kind of did a little too much of the of the changing it's doable yeah
0: within the first one that was the one that made the most changes mm-hmm. and by the time you got to a new moon and eclipse mm-hmm. and then you know the breaking dawns it were they were a lot more true yeah to the books
2: i think that right then they already had their audience exactly right we yeah.
0: you know they had you so now they could you know relax a little bit because they knew that you know they were going to go ahead and continue with the series yeah so you know there wasn't any pressure to get people in mm-hmm. so that you could be a little bit more faithful to the book right which i appreciated.
1: Yeah. yeah so. What would you say to a guy, guys like me and Chris here or or Mike who's my other host that's not here today? What would you say to a regular average joe that doesn't fall into the target audience? What would you say to us to get us to watch the series?
0: Honestly, because it's it's interesting.
1: Yeah. It's
0: a it's a different take on vampires than you've seen. And I know that pisses a lot of people off Mm. actually the differences about the vampires and what they do or don't do right um some
1: of the it violates some of the vampire rules quote unquote yeah being out in the
2: daylight and Mm -hmm. stuff like
0: yeah and them sparkling you know which you know there's a reason behind it which was explained in the book but (laughs) Uh, not really explained in the movies as much but um well i would say it's it is different like I said, first and foremost it's a love story. Yeah. So I mean, if you're not really into romance, it might not be for you. Right.
1: But Well, I'm single, so apparently I'm not into romance, so I mean
0: But I mean, it's it's enjoyable. Yeah. Because I mean now obviously there's five movies, mm-hmm. it's a lot if you're gonna get into it. It has the action that guys crave. You know, mm. you know, fight scenes which are awesome. Um, Breaking Dawn Part Two had an amazing fight scene in which, like, several of the actors actually got injured filming the oh, fight wow. scene. I think Kristen Stewart like they, say,
1: they start, like biting each other and stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, there's real? there's all of that. Yes, <laughs> there's there's, You're
0: like, there's, there's <laughs> biting <laughs> and you know. Uh, people are set on
1: fire. What? Yeah. Holy cow.
0: There's a a lot of action that takes place there. Um, You know, I I got my husband into watching them. Oh, yeah? He wasn't particularly thrilled to to go in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but he got involved. And it would be at the point where he would ask me, oh, you know, why is this? Or, Mm. okay, well, who is this? And, Mm. oh, why didn't she just do this? You know, he got involved. And he's, you know, seen all of them watched them all with me, or if he couldn't go with me that day, you know, has seen it afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, and will still just ask, you know, random questions about the series. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's worth getting into. Cool. So, what know?
1: would you say is your favorite one of all, of all the five movies?
0: Um, Probably the Breaking Dawns, both of them, because it's really one story. Yeah. But that's my favorite because my favorite book is Breaking Dawn. Mm. I'll reread that, you know. Did you think all that?
1: A, did you like the ending? Like, do you think I did like the ending? A satisfying there was, ending.
0: There, I, I was satisfied. Mm-hmm. And a lot. I know when I, when we saw it in the movies, there was a twist. I mean, I don't really want to.
1: Right. No. No spoilers. No. I don't really
0: want to spoil it. <laughs> but I mean, you just. Something happened that you weren't really expecting mm-hmm. And like the entire movie theater Just like Just like gasps oh. all together And you know by the end of that scene You know we were all you know cheering And yeah. you know things like that And even at the the end of the movie What they do is really, really cool. Well, I liked it. They kind of went backwards from Breaking Dawn all the way back to Twilight. All the characters Mm. that had been in it, oh, okay, like in the
1: credits, mean or yeah, in the
0: credits, and you know, giving each character you know their moment to shine. And I really liked it. And I'm a little ashamed to say it, but that scene out of all the, you know, I sat through all these movies, but that the credits at the end is what really made me just dissolve and cry like a baby. Oh, really? I did oh. and
1: <laughs> was there I, a lot of that going in, going around in the in the I auditorium? don't know. I
0: was in the last row. <laughs> oh. But my brother and sister definitely looked dry
1: eye in the house. Exactly. Yeah. They
0: looked at me like, "Are you serious?" Wow. And all I could do was, "I'm sorry," as what? I'm dabbing at my <laughs> eyes with <laughs> tissue. Just because like a lot of people were kind of upset when Harry Potter ended. Mm-hmm. That's how it felt for me. Yeah. Because I had been sitting in the theaters for, you know, four or five years, yeah. you know, with these movies. I felt like, you know, right. we, we had oh, a bond. It's, it's over, it's over. It's, yeah. yeah, and it was That's over. It. So, yeah, I was definitely, it was bittersweet.
1: That's how I felt when I watched uh, Home Alone 4 in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, like, sure you're the only one in the theater that day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get
2: like, the same with... Like certain TV shows yeah. and stuff, yeah. When's like the a, finale? You know, like I've watched, I've watched. Well, not Lost. I've okay. never seen it, but oh. the uh, the Office. I know a lot of people don't like it now, yeah. But it's it's ending. You know, I've watched it from the beginning, and it's going to end. And it's like, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of going to, you know, a little yeah, get you right there right. moments. It's but, like,
0: what are you going to do without the Office? Yeah.
2: What am I going to do Thursday nights? You know.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's how I felt. What am I going to do every November now? Yeah. yeah. Because that's when they would all pretty much come out.
1: You got in, the Hunger in, Games in, now. So the Hunger Games. <laughs> I
0: mean, uh, it's just not the same. <laughs> no. I've read the Hunger Games too. Yeah.
1: And I mm. like
0: them. But it's just not the same.
1: Yeah.
0: But, you know, I mean, give it a chance.
1: Yeah. I mean, mm.
0: well. I know, a, I knew, I do know a, a lot of guys who, who like it. Mm. And, you know, they didn't want to give it a chance. In the mm-hmm. beginning, and I will say the movies, while they they have humble beginnings, yeah. but they do grow and get better and better and better with each movie.
1: Yeah, you make a very very strong case for it. You very you you really do. I but I think I'm gonna have to just wait till like if I have a girlfriend, <laughs> sometime <laughs> and yeah. she's like like you gotta watch these. You know, I'll watch them with her. You know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta agree with George. Yeah, so yeah. but okay.
2: one other thing too is like the misconceptions. Because I'm Native American from around that area. Mm-hmm. Whenever I travel outside of Washington, everybody's like, oh, Twilight, are you guys werewolves? And it's just, oh. you know, it's oh. one of those. That, wow. you, you are going
0: to have those. I'm it's sorry, kind of just ignorant people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, come the, on, really? Yeah, some people who are just complete. They're kids. Yeah.
2: Damn. And it, you just you know, got to look
0: at them like, okay, you're a kid. You kind of pat them
2: on the head. Yeah,
0: yeah. sure. No, that's not real. Yeah, but, definitely. But there are some people who you know, are just. It, Way, <laughs> way, way above and beyond. I mean, I'm not that one, right?
1: Yeah. but Christina doesn't fall into that category, yeah. Yet, so,
0: the Twihards, <laughs> the twi-hards. <laughs> as they're, they're called. Yeah. I mean, the I'm David a Twihard, does. but I'm you know, a more sane Twihard, she's level exactly. one,
1: and so you know.
4: <laughs>
1: all right, so uh, now to end the show, we're gonna play a little game. Are you guys ready for this game? Yes, all right, so what we're gonna do here is I'm gonna play a few lines of famous movie songs in robot voice. In robot okay? voice? Yeah. So, the <laughs> person that can get the most points this wins. Is just the,
2: the lyrics of the... Yes.
1: Lyri- this is just a few lines uh. of famous famous movie songs. Okay. So, there's gonna be five songs mm-hmm. and you have to try to guess the name of the song, the artist, and for which movie. So, there's three points. Oh, man. Come on, Count. now. There's three points for each uh, each uh, song okay so that's 15 points total the person who gets the most wins alright I am going to embarrass myself I got this this idea so I got this idea from a a podcast uh, Good Job Brain which is like a a trivia and quiz show which Mm -hmm. is really awesome by the way and I totally recommend it I hope you guys ready
3: yep
2: let's go
1: this is first song. So just, I guess, raise your hand if you get it. So, or something. How's everybody gonna see us raise our hand? <laughs> I can see you, don't, don't, I'll call your name. All right, ready, here we go.
4: As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's not much left, cause I've been laughing and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone.
0: But she said
1: classic movies.
0: Come on, no. ah, that's a classic. <laughs>
1: That was a classic. So, Christina, who knows her hand first? What was um, that?
0: That would be Gangsta's Paradise, done yeah. by the one and only Coolio. Yes. For yes. the movie Dangerous Minds, starring the great Michelle Pfeiffer. Whoa,
1: you went all out on that one. You I got, did. like, the starring <laughs> I <said> classic <laughs> I didn't know it was, 90, oh, right. was it, 96 or 95
2: yeah, was that'll classic. That'll probably
0: be the only one I get.
2: You right. better get some, <laughs> some 80s movies up in here. Oh, right.
1: then I'm going to be out. Damn, good. All right, so Christina won. Chris, oh no, you got three. Yes. So just three for you. And well, d- I, I knew know. it. Does it count after? Nope. You didn't raise your hand. I think that that's hilarious. Now. All right, all right. <laughs> song number two.
4: I used to think that I could not go on, and life was nothing but an awful song. But now I know the meaning of true love. I'm leaning on the everlasting arms. If I can see it, then I can do it. If I just believe it, there's nothing to it. <laughs>
1: uh, so Christina again with her hand up first. Yes, <laughs> what was it? I believe
0: I can fly by R. Kelly for Space Jam. There we go. Come what on,
1: happened? Dude, she's just had a had little it. faster, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I thought it was that,
2: but I didn't want to be sure and just oh. name out something. You know, and be like completely oh, off.
1: I thought you were gonna get that one.
2: These are right. classic movies,
1: man. These are... Space Jam is a classic. No, they're classic songs, not classic movies. It's classic. not a classic song? Yes,
0: it
1: is. <laughs> oh, come on. All right, How all many right.
0: times does I believe I can find and played at a graduation?
1: <laughs> song number three.
4: When the night has come, and the land is dark, and the moon is the only light we'll see, no, I won't be afraid, no, I won't be afraid, just as long as you stand.
1: All right, so uh, Chris, you raised your hand up that time. Can you redeem yourself? <laughs> What's what is it?
2: Um, Stand by Me. Uh huh. I can't think of the artist right now. Okay. I believe it's from the movie Stand by Me.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was an easy one. So you can you can steal a point here, Christina, if you um, know the artist.
0: Gosh, I want to say something like I don't know, like Sam Cooke, even though that really be Sam wrong. Sam Cooke, nope. No, it
1: is no. Ben E. King. Benny E. King. He must be a one hit wonder. <laughs> uh, Good song. Yeah, it's a great song. Stand by me. I love it.
4: Back up in your ass with resurrection. Is the group harder than an erection that shows more affection? They wanna ban us on Capitol Hill. Cause it's dying motherfuckers. Dying motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where is that from?
2: That's from Office Space. Yes!
1: <laughs> you have to scratch it off your list of shame. Oh, you know. okay. but uh. Office Space
2: I can't remember the name of the song Oh boy Dude you
4: need this
1: You need this Oh So you got Office Space I want to
2: say it's Ice Cube that
1: You think it's Ice Cube? Is that your final answer? I think so Are you sure? Yes Are you positive?
2: Sure why not I
1: don't think it's Ice Cube Who do you
0: think it is? I have no idea but it doesn't sound like him
1: No It sounds like a robot yeah. Who is it? <laughs> yeah, well yeah. <laughs> it's like a robot. It is uh Ghetto Boys. Oh. oh And we talked about this before the show that there's a ghetto boys tracks on yeah.
2: office space. I know, but I thought that was it
1: <laughs>
2: Whatever. I know what you're yeah, I know what you're
1: thinking about. I know what you're thinking about though. There is an Ice Cube song. It's there. like it's Down uh, for whatever. Yeah. Is an Ice Cube song that's an office space. So <laughs> six to three man, you have to get this the fifth Just song high. Right? to at this least tie. This one here is the ultimate classic, all right? We'll see. This is like the ultimate, we'll see. the ultimate classic.
0: That makes me nervous. And whoever
1: doesn't get this should be ashamed of themselves, <laughs> all right?
4: I see little delueto of the man. Scaramouche, Sakaramouche, Will you do the fandango? Thunderbolt and lightning. Very, very threatening me. Galileo,
1: Galileo, 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 Galileo. Sicuro, Magnifico. Oh. You got it. I know it. I know it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Chris, okay. Raise his hand first. This is what Bohemian is
2: Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, from Wayne's World. Uh huh. By Queen.
1: Yes. You got it. So you tied it up. Oh. And I have is no break No. Come on um, now. I can find one real fast. So hold on. Damn
0: it! I didn't expect there to be a tie. Right. I didn't right. expect there to be a tie.
2: We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna like after this we're gonna see. Huh. We'll see after this. Oh, shit. <laughs> I yeah, we're ready. No. <laughs> hold
1: on. Oh, I pick. I pick. I push the wrong button. Yeah, right. It's ready? like the
2: office space incident uh, all over again. Go. What is it? The
1: okay, it's Eye of the, the time time.
0: tiger. How did you know that that quick? Yeah, it's Eye of the tiger. How did what, you know what that What number that is quick? it
1: from? What number is it from? One. Nope.
0: It's, it's not oh. from the first Ooh, okay. Rocky. Uh, so okay.
1: Steal. Hold on. No, 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 no. You, you gotta. She has to finish. Eye of the you tiger. i the tiger.
0: The band is. Oh God, I want to say. Oh, what's the name of that band? God, I want to say something stupid like Survivor or something. Is that right? Some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> from I don't I don't know the Rocky. But I just know it's from Rocky. Who sings it? Survivor.
1: You got it! <laughs> yes! You got it! It's <laughs> from Rocky right. 3. I gotta give you a high, high <laughs> point. On that it's one. from Rocky 3. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't think you were gonna get it.
0: The reason that I know it is because I played a lot of rock band.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's a rock
1: band. Yeah, yeah, son, rock son, come on. Cheating.
0: <laughs> Cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I played oh. a lot. Oh man, I
2: knew all three. I <laughs> it's from a, Rocky
0: 3. I played <laughs> a lot of rock bands, So that's how I knew that.
1: So <laughs> you've got two out of three points and I'm going to give you year one for knowing it's from Rocky 3 <laughs> So still eight oh, to four eight, it's no eight. it's actually eight to seven eight to really yeah, yeah oh like, yeah, it tie. yeah it was I forgot. a
0: tie sorry I forgot about your other game so, yeah. points uh,
1: there we go that's about it though that was fun right that was yeah, a fun game that
0: was fun that was fun yes All right.
2: I don't think it was that fun I mean, like, <laughs> they weren't a, really that classic taking an marisa. L is
0: never fun yeah. But.
1: <laughs> yeah well that was a fun fun little episode there yes you know thank you guys so much for coming on the show that was awesome a lot of Twilight talk you know a lot of uh, Washington Fort uh, Washington talk here if, nice. if
2: you have a chance to visit don't <laughs> <laughs> you'll be disappointed
1: alright All right, well uh, thank you guys for listening remember that you can always find our show on iTunes and somecinema.com and actually, a little homework for everybody. A little homework is tell at least one of your friends about the show and get them to listen to at least one episode. There you go. That's your homework. Done. And uh, I'll try. <laughs> for everyone listening. So, uh, like I said, you can su- subscribe to our show on somecinema.com and email us your thoughts on the show. If you want to talk about some of the movies and shows that we talk about here, email us for sure. Podcast at somecinema.com. Find us on Facebook and on Twitter at SumCinema. And uh, the song for this episode is "Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster" by the Ghetto Boys. Chris, or that's not
2: even the same song from the. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is one of the songs.
2: I know it's one of the songs, but not yeah. the same song. All
1: right, well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you later.
2: Damn, it feels good to be a gangster, feeding the poor and helping out with their bills. Although I was born in Jamaica, now I'm in the U.S. making deals. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. I mean, one that you don't really know. Riding around town in a drop-top, Benz sitting switches in my black 6 four. Now, gangster-ass niggas come in all shapes and colors. Some got killed in the past. But this gangster here was a smart one. Started living for the Lord, and I last. Now all I gotta say to you, wanna be, gonna be pussy and cock-sucking, pranksters When the shit jumps off, what the fuck you gonna do? Damn, it feels good to be a gangster
3: A gangsta-ass nigga pulls the trigger and his partners in the posse ain't telling off shit. Real gangsta-ass niggas don't talk much. All you hear is the black from the gun blast. And real gangsta-ass niggas don't run for shit. It's real gangsta-ass niggas can't run fast. Now when you in the free talking shit, you the shit. Hit the pen and let a motherfucker shank you. But niggas like myself kick back and peep game. damn, it feels good to be a gangster.
0: Jason David Frank is gonna be there. Also <laughs> known, also known <laughs> as Tommy Oliver, the green and white ranger. From Power Rangers. Oh, He's in
2: a play. Oh. and Power Rangers, huh?
1: And yeah. I'm into that. Wow.
2: Uh. Never liked Power Rangers. No. What? no?
1: I kinda liked it at first. No. <laughs> when
4: <laughs> when racist a show, man. What? Why?
2: The Asian Power yellow? Ranger was yellow, the yeah. black Power Ranger was black. Mm-hmm. Red Power Ranger was like Indian or Mexican He wasn't mm-hmm. He was
0: white no, no, no. He God, was is white
2: No he was a little darker He might have been native I'm just saying
0: No in the original
2: I didn't really care uh, for no, it No
0: in the original he's white After
2: X-Men I was done The gay the one was sun.
0: blue <laughs> But I mean that wasn't on the show But Yeah mm. I, mean, I see where you I see see, a, You
2: know kind of a little, little hint there
0: but they switched it up when they changed the Rangers, and the black person was yellow. <laughs> and then you have probably
2: people making complaints. Then you had a, <laughs> then you had an Asian be the black
0: Ranger. See, there you go.
2: Yeah. After
0: <laughs> probably did have to be complaints. Power
4: Rangers have had terrible fates. That's why you have to. Ye of little faith.